All right, joining us now, he's the new head coach at Utah State. Spring ball in the books, and we get a chance to break it all down. Coach uh, Blake Anderson, kind enough to join us. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Ah, man, it's always good to catch up. All right, so uh, now that spring ball's over, can you take a little bit of a breather? Because i got to imagine it's been drinking like from a fire hose the last few months for you. Well, just changes, just drinking a different flavor. Now we move right into (laughs) into, – into uh, recruiting. I mean, the, the next couple months are going to be a mad dash for recruiting, especially with the NCAA coming out with the, the, the allowances of, of uh, evaluations and camps and uh, unofficial visits and official visits during the month of June. So it's just going to be a different type of crazy. You know, Coach, I've, I've seen you haven't just put your toe into the pool of that uh, transfer portal. You've put your whole leg in up to your hip on this. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're not testing it. You're, you're owning it right now. And I'm curious to kind of get your feel through spring. Do you feel like it's it's going to be a usable uh, portal for you? Well, it already has been. I mean, we we obviously had relationships with a lot of these guys that we brought in, but there were there were needs. There were some some depth issues and some inexperienced issues at a lot of different positions, and, and we were able to attack those with the transfers that we already brought in and. And we were lucky to be one of the programs out there that still has a few spots still left to fill uh, in, in that way. So we're gonna we're gonna you know kind of look at what's available and, and guys that we think fit our culture, but guys that can come impact the team immediately, just different than a freshman out of high school is going to be able to do. Got to imagine that's probably the uh, the path going forward, and probably already was considering transfers were already kind of a big part of the game is kind of hold, you know holding on to a few spots, just not knowing. You know when when a guy might open up and might be might be available. Well, when they change the rule, and, and I think clearly more people will look into the portal that are unhappy where they're at, or need a fresh start, or have had a staff change or whatever. I, I would expect that that guys will try to hold this couple spots back. Now you you can't you can't hold a lot. You you got to go ahead and just kind of go through the the typical cycle, but. Having a couple in your back pocket is not a bad idea. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Coach, back in the day um, it, when I was playing back in the late 90s, early 2000s, it, it felt like JUCO was kind of the, the go-to. Rick's, Rick's College was where BYU would pull a lot of talent out. Do you do, you do a lot of JUCO searches anymore? We still look. We, we, we obviously didn't sign anybody here this year from, uh, well, it's, you know, Aryan Peoples is a JUCO defensive tackle. Um, but you know, what you do find is if you start looking for a veteran player and you've got a, a guy that made the grades out of high school, that's already been playing at the division one level, as opposed to a guy that's at a junior college that maybe didn't make the grades and has been playing at the junior college level, just kind of weighing those two against each other. You tend to lean towards a guy that's, that's played at this division one level already, but we did have a lot of success, uh, in the seven years I was at Arkansas state with a ton of guys out of the Kansas Juco ranks, several from California as well, and a couple from Texas. So I'm not opposed to it. We just want to be we want to be deliberate about who we take. We want them to have the right personality, fit our culture, guys that um, that have developed and really matured. And, and so we'll still do that some, but the transfer rules have made it where the Division One transfer is definitely more on the forefront of what you're doing, mm. just because of the availability. So let's uh, let's recap spring ball a little bit. Uh, I was up there for the uh, game on uh, Saturday, and the one thing that really jumped out at me, and we can talk X's and O's and defense and offense, but, man, there was a lot of juice in that stadium. And, and when the defense uh, was getting stops, especially early on in that scrimmage, guys are flying around, guys are having a good time. And uh, is that is that 
Is that coached up? Is that, uh, you know, personality traits that you recruit to? Because it was a lot of fun to watch the energy out there on the field. Well, I think it starts with the coaches and the staff. I mean, if, if their guys just stand around at practice, if they're guys that coach with their hands in their pockets, if, if they're slow moving, uh, quiet, uh, even tempoed guys, I think that's what the team looks like. And that goes all the way to the strength staff. But in every room, we've got, we've got coaches that love the game, have a ton of passion and are willing to fly around, and it's contagious. Uh, none bigger than Paul Jackson, our head strength coach, and his staff. It, it all bleeds out to the field. And so we, you know, I tell my guys, I don't want any coaches standing still, and if you watch a typical practice, they're flying around. Any of the, any of the stuff that we put out on social media, uh, it's probably subtle, and maybe people don't, don't really uh, identify with it when they first see it. But if you went back and looked at it, you would see coaches flying around everywhere and and it just creates the environment that we want and and hopefully that goes real well with the style of play offensively and defensively as well and and I think I think the fans are going to be able to see that and feel it and hopefully really really enjoy it saw one touchdown where Chucky almost made it in the end zone before the guy did Chucky still got some speed he does Hmm. have speed now he's not much for endurance but he's pretty good for one sprint (laughs) he doesn't have the lungs anymore huh no, no, he's getting old quick. <laughs> uh, you know, Coach, I back in the the times in just different cities that I go play football in. I, I my parents or friends would call and be like, "How do you like Indianapolis?" or "How do you like New Orleans?" and I'd say, well, "I I could tell you how the practice facility looks," and and that's about it. Have you been able to explore Logan and and get out and get around a little bit, or have you just been locked in and working? No, you know, you know, honestly, with with some of the rules that we were put under during, you know, uh, the recruiting cycle where we couldn't get out and kids couldn't come to campus, it actually did benefit us being able to have some time to get, get out and about. So we've, we've been to the ski slopes. We've been to powder and beaver and, uh, and done some snowboarding and skiing. We've had a chance to just take some drives and obviously looked at a lot of houses and stuff and neighborhoods, but eating at a lot of restaurants. I've been beyond excited about what we've got and, just all the things that are available, but that is not typical. You normally you would be, you would be just covered up with the recruiting the whole time with the rules, the way they've been, it did, it allowed some time for us to get out and about and do some things you wouldn't normally get to do. I'm just going to tell you, Scotty and I here are cash County honks. Um, that is our stomping ground. We want to keep it a secret. It's like a great fishing hole. We want to keep it a secret, but you got to admit that that is some of the most gorgeous country and some of the best people on this earth. No doubt. Great people. We've, we've just come across more and more folks uh, that have just kind of been over backwards to try to help us get uh, acclimated and, and, and you know, tell us where, where to go eat and, and, and what school and, and uh, what church and, and uh, what park. It's, it's been amazing. And a ton of Aggie fans. That's the other thing is being in the Valley and, and, and kind of being – squeezed between the two mountain ranges. There's a lot of Aggie, Aggie fans right here at home. And, and I've always wanted to be in a college town, in a place that had its own fan base, and been really fired up about what we have and what we can do with this with this group here. Uh, the, the defense really jumped out at me, and I know the offense got it going on a little bit later on in the, uh, in the scrimmage. But out of the gate, your defense looks uh, like it's got a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism. Uh, Give me your thoughts on what you're going to look like defensively because I came away really impressed with what I saw on Saturday. Well, we, we want to get after folks. You know, we, we, we kind of take that approach. We don't want to sit back and wait. We want, we want to get after them. Speed is, 
you mentioned it is, is a big, big part of that. We did not have everybody. We're, we're missing some guys that, that are going to help add to that. And, and we, we do feel like we can add a few pieces of the puzzle over the course of the summer, but we want to move. We want to fly to the ball. I don't know that we completely understand that yet. We're still, it's gotten better from day one to day 15, but that is something that summer conditioning and, and really what Paul does in the off season can, can help maybe defensively more than anywhere. Cause that's all personality being, being able to get 11 hats to the ball kind of in a bad mood. But I think Ephraim and the staff did a great job of getting the foundation laid and I think the kids are excited about us letting them run, letting them hit, let, letting them cut loose. There's no reading. It's it's hit your gap and go and kind of and kind of be mad when you get to the ball. So uh, it was a good glimpse. And you're right, they had they had the offense's number of the first half. I, I thought they got tired a little bit, and that's where the summer off season is huge to to be able to play longer than we did. You know, on Saturday during that scrimmage, you could tell in the second half yeah. of that they got tired. Play started becoming more and more explosive, and, and they couldn't hold the couldn't hold serve at the end. So we, we've got a lot of work in, in that area of being able to play longer, harder, longer, get more hats to the ball deep into the game. Coach, can you give us just a, a little bit more information on some of the talent that you're leaning on as leadership? You know, I, I was surprised, you know, with, with the circumstances under which we, we took the job and just with, uh, with COVID and not having the year they had and then just the dynamic of, of some of the frustration with the, the process I've been really, really pleased at, at the personality of the team. And you got guys like Nick Henniger and, and, uh, and Metzenheimer at the linebacker spot and Marcus Moore up front and, and Holly, those guys, Cam Lampkin on defense, on offense. I think there's a number of guys in, 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 in South and, and Edwards on the old line and even a guy like Dolphin. You've got some guys that are veterans, mature guys that have, uh, have been really, really vocal and, and just kind of been great leaders. A guy like DT that was considering leaving that came back and just outworked everybody every day. Those those guys are the ones we're building around. But then I, you see a guy like Byron Vaughns who goes out there and just his energy is, is contagious. That's something I think if you were watching uh, the scrimmage of the last couple of scrimmages, he just makes play after play and his motor never stops. Uh, you know, we, we, we didn't get the luxury of getting Bonner out on the field during the spring, but his presence and and Brandon Bowling, those guys over there on the offensive side of the ball, I think those were huge as well. So I think we'll see some guys emerge, too, that maybe haven't been put in that role before, that uh, over the course of the summer as we get into offseason and really kind of turn the program over to them to some degree, it'll be interesting to see who steps up. You know, there's sometimes when you bring in P5 guys, uh, it transfers, you know, you might have – some, uh, you know, some that feel like, well, I came from this school and this is the way we did it. And, and that was a great school. And, and this is the way. And, and so, you know, they, they come in with maybe a certain level of entitlement. I, from the people I've talked to up there, it seems like that that's not the case with this, with these guys you brought in from some of these P5 schools. I have not seen any of that from this group. And it's also something we preach every day. You know, our, our core values are being selfless, being tough and being accountable. And we really, really start with selfless. And told these guys, look, we chose to be here. You chose to be here. Make this home. doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter if things went well or, or things went bad. This is home now. And, and I've been pleased with these guys just buying into what we're doing and how we're doing it and, and just the place itself. Uh, having a chance to meet with a lot of them over the last week now that we're kind of finishing up, most of them will say everything exceeded my expectations. And that's really where you want it to be. It's not always a given, so I think we're moving in the right direction. But 
we did not bring entitled uh, guys into the room. We, we, we felt like we brought guys that would care about the team, and that's what it seems to be uh, showing out on, on the field uh, with this group. Kind of an interesting situation for Utah State, new football coach and a new basketball coach. Have you had a chance to meet Ryan Odom yet? I have. got a chance to visit a little bit, and I know his track record. He's done a great job. Hated to see Craig go. Uh, was doing a phenomenal job, obviously, and got to, to know him a little bit. But Ryan, Ryan will do a great job as well. And I know he's hit the ground running. Uh, just listening to the players. They're excited about the hire and excited about where things are heading. Blake Anderson, new coach at Utah State, joining us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. You're down to 7-0 linemen uh, for that spring game. Uh, do you feel comfortable that uh, guys are going to be back and ready to go by the time fall rolls around? I do. You know, we had some bumps and bruises that held guys out, but but nothing, no season-ending injuries. We, we didn't have a guy that, that uh, tore his knee up is going to miss the season. Everything was, even the surgeries that we were had to, you know, were kind of forced on us. All those guys should be well before the fall, should be at full strength. We just need to be smart in the summer with the offseason that we don't uh, create any other issues, but I think we came out of it fairly healthy, and we we got after it. We banged a pretty good bit. We had a lot of live work, and that's not a given that you're going to come out of it healthy. Do you, as a first-year coach and trying to evaluate your guys, do you may go a little bit harder in spring this year than maybe in years going forward just to try to get a better picture of what you got in the cupboards? Well, you definitely want to see what they're capable of and, and who's going to fight through adversity and you know who's going to come back the next day and, and after maybe a, a bad day and respond or – How's the guy going to respond to a good day? So we wanted to challenge them. Uh, we we were we were cautious a little bit just because of this last year has been so strange for everybody. Uh, we were we were a little bit uh, deliberate about how we approached it. We we didn't want to overdo it. Definitely didn't want to create issues. So um, we got enough enough live work to get a good idea of what we have. Uh, but but mainly just focused on them getting to know us, us getting to know them, and getting a foundation built. And I think in that sense, we got that done. Coach, you excited to compete in the Mount West Conference? I mean, right right out of your first year, you've got the top two teams from last year's season, San Jose State and Boise State, on on this schedule. And luckily, you don't have to fly out to the island. Hawaii comes out to you. But, you know, tough. it's going to be a tough schedule. I think it's going to be tough conference play. You excited to compete in this thing? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I enjoyed my time in the Mountain West when I was in New Mexico. I know it's changed a good bit. Uh, you know, even Utah State wasn't in the league back then, but mm-hmm. I think it's good ball. Watched a bunch of the teams in this league and know it's going to be tough to compete, but I'm excited. I, I, this, this group is going to be competitive. You know, we're not going to come out and make a bunch of predictions about how many we're going to win or what we're going to win, but I know this. They will fight. They will work. We've got some talent in some areas that will be tough to defend, and I think what we're adding to it, in terms of recruiting and then culture and in the off-season program, we're going to be tough to beat. And I, I couldn't be more excited about seeing them play. I know everybody wants to ask you about quarterbacks, so we'll go there. Uh, you got Logan Bonner, who you mentioned wasn't able to participate in spring, but you got Cooper Laga, Andrew Peasley. Is that is that an open competition going into fall? It, it is. It is. I mean, I hated that that Logan wasn't able to compete. Obviously, I'm familiar with him. Uh, he's spent the last five years with me, but. I thought Andrew and Coop both did a great job and got better every day. They both bring different things to the table. Uh, we're we're clearly not in a position yet to really decide who that guy's going to be, and we'll compete all the way into fall camp. But the competition makes it better, and it gives them a great deal of of time over the summer to really perfect the little things that they need to work on. And and seeing the guys make big big jumps over the course of the summer, 
uh, you know, that we'll sit down and meet with them, explain to them the things that we like, the things we don't, and, and they can they can make a lot of ground up over the course of the summer. So I'm excited about watching that group. I, I'm I think we're in good position though. Uh, a lot of folks don't have one good solid quarterback. I think we've got we've got three right now, and then some young guys that are developing. And we'll we'll have a good competition in fall and kind of make some decisions a little bit later. Well, Coach, always a pleasure to catch up. Looking forward to doing it again here very soon. And uh, enjoy. Well, I guess there really is no downtime. But uh, I'm just glad that you got spring over with and uh, looking forward to talking more football in the summer. Enjoy the recruiting. There you go. Enjoy the recruiting. How about that? There you go. Enjoy the recruiting. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. You got it. Blake Anderson, head coach at Utah State.